Welcome to Pocket Watch Podcast. I'm Zach. Cruz. Jake. And we're fucking Pocket Watch Podcast. Yes, sir. Laugh at us or learn with us. We're here to grow. And That's growing we're fucking doing, man. Welcome to Pocket Watch Podcast. I'm Zach. Cruz. I'm Morgan Gill. <laughs> I know y'all heard the switch up. I know y'all heard the switch up. We do got another guest for you guys, like always. That's right. It's Morgan Gallo. Gallo's, unless it's Gajol, if you're from Kissimmee. No, just, no. Just Gajol. <laughs> Don't Gajol. pull out Puerto Rican shit out of your back pocket, dude. Don't do that. Morgan Gallo, comedian, amazing comedian. Go check her shit out. It's all below. Check her YouTube out. I subscribed four months ago. This was... A, this is a cool moment for us, guys. Just so you know, I, I've been a fan. Found out that this was a possibility, and look where we're at, guys. I'm gonna be honest with I'm you. So excited. Cruz, Cruz is really excited to have you on. Yes, I am. <laughs> Should I be like Cruz? No, no, not not like that. But he was just like. He, he's like, oh my god, I finally got this girl, bro. I've been trying to get her on. She's an awesome comedian. This is so dope because he's oh, that's nice. he loves like stand up. Like he's even done stand up himself sometimes, like oh, a couple no, no. times. But he's done it a couple of times. But like, so he loves comedy. He listens to it all the time. We're he has, all he has, like, big fucking love. fans, Zach. Anyways, <laughs> no, uh, let's fight about it, pod. Right. Yep. 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 Uh, let's fight about it. Podcast. Morgan Gallo comedy on everything. That's that's my jam. It's it's a good follow. Check it out. XYZ. We're super excited to have you here. Thank as Zach you. said. <laughs> fresh 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 from uh fresh from Austin, huh? Yeah, I came back from Austin like three days ago. How okay. Where are the places you've done stand up? Because I want I want you to know we, we had uh Kev Kev Comedy on. He's he's a awesome comedian. Kevin Dean. Kevin yeah. Dean. Yeah, I know Kevin. We had Kevin Dean yeah. on. He's great, uh, but he, he He's doing so much more since the last time we've had us on, so yeah. we haven't had a chance to like talk to him about it. Yeah, that's great. So you are for sure the most seasoned comedian we've had on the podcast. Oh, thank you. That's oh man, nice shots at Kevin. <laughs> no, no. And, well, that's that's how, that's how this stands. He would say the same thing for back when he was on. That was yeah, like, yeah, back 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 when he was on. So, for sure, anyways, yeah. uh, how, what are what different places have you done comedy? Uh, I'm still like building my. Uh, I guess career a little bit. So, I mean, obviously, like all over Florida, like throughout the panhandle and South Florida, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Columbus, Georgia, Nashville, Chattanooga, New York, uh, just got done doing shows in Houston and Austin. I've done Denver. I've done Colorado Springs. I've done Sacramento, San Diego, uh, randomly Cleveland and Akron, Ohio. How was Cleveland? It was sick. I bet you. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I was there for a comedy festival and it was like one of the best festivals I've done. It was great. How ooh, performing at a comedy festival. Is it like really open spaced at a festival? Uh, no, it's actually like really condensed. So usually it's like three, four days and there's anywhere between like 30 to 50 comics that, you know, they you submit, you wait a few months, they go through the tapes, they select 30 to 50 people out of however many people submit. And then throughout the weekend, you do like a bunch of shows, sometimes like two or three shows a day. Holy and then cat. sometimes it's a contest. Sometimes it's just a festival where it's kind of there, like you're there to mingle, network, get to know like bookers, producers. Sometimes there's panels where, you know, higher up comedians talk to you about how to 
be good on the road, how to become a headliner, how to get booked, that kind of thing. So that's it's pretty, really fun. It's, wow. it's almost like a uh, it's almost like a like a comedy conference. It sounds like almost. I mean, Holy yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. That's except the cool. fact that you get to like actually perform. Yeah, yeah. be a dumbass on stage. It's great. <laughs> that's, and, that's pretty well, cool. you're actually like around those that made the cut when they look through the footage, right? And you're performing yeah. to people. Not you know I mean most of the time most of the time I will say there are some festivals <laughs> where they book like a one p.m. show and you're like why am I here mm-hmm. like this is there's like ten people in the crowd everyone's drinking a white claw what's happening <laughs> Cruz would be in the crowd with a white claw that's a different that's a different scale. I'd be like hey guys Morgan's on I'm coming up. <laughs> I got my mango white claw let's fuck it up you know what's funny is he just ha- he had like a box of white claws in here like last week I think last, the last episode we just dropped. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easy. So you you stereotype me very well. Oh my god, why are you wearing sunglasses? Um, I wish you would ask me that. So, uh, at, at first, um, I did it because I get pretty like drunk, not drunk, on but I podcast? get pretty lit on the podcast. And I I saw a couple clips, and my eyes were just like. I look like oh, so you're insecure. No, I just I got no. People, he's pro- he's professional. I got people from work that watch this and stuff. He, he, I'm a loser. Oh, so the sunglasses are gonna hide the blue moon in your hand? No, that's okay. <laughs> I love how she's calling you. It's, it's, song, bro. it's like okay. I don't understand. You can't tell me how many I've had when if I have one. Except but when by we the have end of the podcast, on. he's like, I can't. What are you doing later? Like that's <laughs> you can't tell how many you've had. The good thing is, is like you're not really much of a slur. Now Jacob is the slur. And the other thing is, for some reason, I felt like it. I liked the clips that we had when I had this. He thinks he looks cool with the sunglasses. He thinks he's a cool guy. Do you I agree have, with no, that? Oh, he took them off because he feels bad. <laughs> Keep them on. It's your fucking podcast, man. Stand your ground. Hold your blue moon high. Hold it to the fucking stars. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> she just she just she called Cruz out, made him take Look, this. Like, I, I don't know. fucking care. I just I just liked it. It's okay. It's the beginning. <laughs> we have a beginning and a transition. That's a, literally a thumbnail when Morgan makes Cruz takes his glasses off. <laughs> Not the thumbnail timestamp. Anyways, uh, so you're building up your career. You performed fucking all over the United States. I it love sounds how you, like it, but like not really. It. Do you know what I mean? I, like, yeah. there, there are comedians that literally go on tour. Like I'm not a touring comic. I'm just very lucky to have the opportunities I have. You are very much doing. So you've been doing comedy for two years now? Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And uh, from Colorado... I'm from Colorado, but I did not start comedy until I moved to Florida. So I'm very much a Florida comedian. You were so you were born in Colorado? <laughs> no, actually, I was oh. born in Miami. It's a oh, okay. very. I was born in Colorado. I was going to say really where? Yeah, I was born in Loveland. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. I was did you like in... grow up there a little bit or no? No, not really. I moved when I was like five over to Florida. Okay, so. so I was the opposite. I was born in Miami. I, when I was three, my parents were like, let's get out of here. We're okay. going to go to Colorado. Raised in Colorado. They retired back to Florida. I followed them. I've been here for five years, and now I'm like, I'm going back. My older yeah. my older sister lives over in Aurora still, though. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's but, like, yeah, the Denver area, Denver yeah. metro area. Yeah. yeah. But like, my point was <laughs> two, two and a half years in, when you came down and you started doing comedy, you were very much doing everything you wanted to be doing at that time. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. If not, like, way more. How many people think about starting comedy and then, you know, like, yeah. you could hit this brick wall or, like, A, you find out you're not good. 
or you're good, or you're good, right? <laughs> well, that's always fixable, though. Yeah, like you can always like get that, better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone sucks when they first start out. Yes. No one like hits the mic and is like a superstar. You know what I mean? You have to work at it. Yes, yeah. yes, a thousand percent. But yeah. then, how many good ones do you know that like don't? You know, like yeah, that don't move forward. That don't move forward or can't move forward, and part partly for their own reasons or whatever. Like you know, the social media side of things. There's all of that, but uh, you're very much doing everything you wanted to do when you started, right? Like, yeah, I mean, there's always like the critic in my head that's like, I could be doing more. You know what I mean? And especially right now, I'm in this place where I'm like. I need to, like, expand, I need to go, and I need to, like, be, do bigger and better things. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I'm, like, I have a really hard time. Like, when I get my mind on something, I have a really hard time not doing it. So when I started comedy, I immediately found out, like, what do I need to do to advance and get better? And I just started doing it. Like, I just wasn't scared. I don't know. What made you start comedy? Um, Where were you like, oh, so like, I'm trying to figure I, shit out. Let's so I was going. working at a college and uh, I was doing social media for college. The pandemic hit. We were sent home. We were working from home. I was FaceTiming one of my friends and I was making him laugh. And he was like, have you ever thought about doing stand up comedy? And I was like, honestly, no. And then I started talking to my friend who lives in L.A. about it. And she was like, oh, yeah, my friend just took a comedy class and she got to do a little performance at the end. Like, maybe you should do that. And I was like, there's no way that something like that exists in mm-hmm. Florida. And at the time I was living in St. Augustine. So I was like, there's right. no way that exists. And I ended up literally like just Googling stand up comedy classes near me. I took a class. I learned how to write jokes. I started going to open mics and meeting other comics. And it kind of just snowballed from there. Mm, that's pretty cool. So you actually took a class before actually going to do stand up. Yeah, I was too scared to just, like, go to a mic and just, like, talk for five minutes. I wanted to know, like, what do I need to do? You know what I mean? Because I think people think that comedy is just talking, but it's not. Like, you have to write a joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people don't understand, like, sitting in a room with a bunch of people and making everybody laugh is a way different situation right. than getting up it's on the so, stage. It's so contextual. It's yeah. so it's so fun to be the class clown. It's it's another skill set to be able to transfer that on stage. Yeah, no one does. Oh, That's interesting though yeah. because like the we've had we've had two other comedians. We had like Frankie Ryan which is pretty like super early in his career. He does more of so like he does more like hosting events yeah, now. Yeah, I've I've worked with him like once before. We did a show we did like some really shitty show, like right outside of Disney World at like yeah. a bar. Like it was the worst. <laughs> but he was really dope. He was cool. Yeah. So we had him He's on, and we've had Kevin on, and it seems like obviously he kind of like had Kevin as like his mentor, and he was saying like whenever people were talking to Kevin about like becoming a comedian, Kevin was like, "Come to open st- open night, open mic night, yeah. whatever, immediately, just come right yeah, now." Yeah, you have to. And then it's just like, "Oh shit!" But like, you kind of got to take a little bit of a class, kind of got like a little bit more of an understanding, more of a grasp mm-hmm. on it than like how how like they recommend doing it. That's interesting though. And yeah. from the roots too, like yeah. right at the beginning before you go out and maybe have a bad experience or something that might ch- I don't know. Yeah, have you bombed? Oh my God! Yes, I was gonna Absolutely. say everybody's bombed. Yeah. I bombed last week. What do you mean? Yeah, like, really? it, always, yeah it, it happens all the time. Some jokes sure. just don't hit certain rooms and shit like that, you know. Well, it's that, and also like you know, it could be the audience, it could be the time of day, it could be you know maybe the person before you just said something really crazy, and yeah. you know, like it, it's it, obviously like you can always be better. Like you shouldn't always blame your environment, but sometimes like the environment has a big 
play in how your set goes. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. that's okay. That's just comedy. Yeah, a thousand percent. I I've only done like I am such a fan, right, of comedy that I forced myself to do some open mics. Yeah. I've only done two open mics, right? Where'd you do them? I did one at Brews and Blues when Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't and Kevin, Kevin yeah, was yeah, the the host or whatever. That was super fun. That and I was spoiled. That was my first time. Mm. I did pretty good. Yeah. And, and like there was people in the crowd and stuff Dope. like that. So like it was the and a great host. Right, like right. Yeah, you have ama- someone that's like seasoned and they know what they're doing, and like that's awesome. literally doing his bits in the middle in transition of like mm-hmm. comics, which is amazing. And then I did like uh, two weeks ago, I did um, bitters and bottles, which some nights I'm sure is fine or whatever. But oh my god, I was like, I haven't done that one. Yeah, it's 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 not much of a stage. It's pretty much you're talking to people at a bar or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it it was like I was like. Okay, good. I got to practice. Like, I left that place thinking I got to try some jokes where there's, like, two people really paying attention or, like, one person. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> oh, like, that's what it is, and it was so lame too. Sometimes it's just like you're like at a te- like you're just telling jokes, but it's like you're really just doing a TED talk. Yeah, yeah. to like some like grandma. You know what I mean? You're just like, I'm sorry, you're here right now. Yeah, and you hear that lonely clap, thousand uh, percent, uh, <laughs> and empty room. Haunts my one. nightmares. <laughs> so, what what has been some of your best experiences on some of those, like doing comedy in some of those states? Oh man, there's so many. I mean. I think I think the best experiences are always when everyone on the show is like really just like stoked to be there, because um, like you know be, like being among your people among other comics that also love comedy and like want to take it seriously yeah. is always really fun to be around those people. Um, I've really enjoyed honestly like touring uh florida and like just getting to know like the people in in florida and like doing the improvs and like opening for people like jeff ross like Mm -hmm. he's fucking great and like just meeting someone that's like so famous but also so humble and just so chill and is so like in the mindset of like i'm still working you know what i mean they're not settled in their career um and then, yeah, like, some of the festivals I've done, Cleveland was really fun. I did a really great one, Big Pine in San Diego, which was really fun. Um, yeah, it's hard to, like, narrow down. That's that's interesting, too, because I always hear from uh, certain comics I know and some that I listen to on podcasts and stuff like that, just, like, the environment around, like, a bunch of comics, like, it's kind of, like, a toxic environment is what from what I've heard. It can heard. be for sure. I mean, that I feel like that's like that when you're any. around the same, right? Like they talk yeah. about a bunch of rappers together or something. Right. Not, you're not really giving good criticism or whatever the case is, unless you're with the right people. Yeah, that's v- kind of interesting. That you know, for the most part, you've had like good experiences. Oh in the well, don't get me wrong. I mean, there there have been some very like awful experiences I've had with other comedians, but I recognize that it has like. Most of the time it has nothing to do with me and it has everything to do with the way they feel about themselves. For sure. Which I think is just life in general. Like it's not even specific to comedy. You know what I mean? You could be like that when you're on a sports team or among a group of friends or family member. Like it's always like, I think it's difficult in comedy because everyone thinks that since you're a comedian, you're supposed to be on all the time. You're supposed to be funny all the time. You're not supposed to be sensitive. But let me tell you this. 
comics are some of the most sensitive motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. Me included. Yep. I can't look at hate comments because I'll cry. Like, yep. we are very sensitive people. That's why we do the shit we do. It doesn't make sense. Yep. That's funny. We, we, just started, we just started getting... Uh, hate comments online lately oh yeah so i'm like we're fucking Ooh, doing good we're doing saying? fucking good right now just like uh uh any motherfucker with a mic these days some of them are pretty funny <laughs> yeah like anything <laughs> that we say some guy was like uh uh anybody with two mics two mics two stands mm. or something like that and then it was like start uh, make the podcast and cruz goes four mics <laughs> He's like, ast- straight, he was like asterisk him yeah. four mics, and the guy was also, like, "Also, that dude probably doesn't have a podcast. He no. probably wishes he does." No, he, he has, you know, he makes like little like gaming YouTube videos and. Stuff like oh, that. okay, so he's fucking stomping in the same shit he's doing. Like that's yeah. so dumb. But it was funny though. I, I was like, "Yes, we're getting hate comments. That means we're doing something honestly, now." Yeah. Honestly, how, yeah. How many female comedians do you run into? Like, like, like in life or in Florida? Like, it's very different answers. Oh, really? Like, yeah, Florida, not so much. I mean, there there mm. are a handful of Florida female comedians that I know and love, and we all kind of know each other. And then outside, there's way more female comedians in other scenes that are a little more, like, supportive of female comics, for sure. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Do you think it's, like, um, like a lack of uh, support in Florida for female uh, comics? I don't know. Really? Maybe support's the wrong word. No, I, I think it's just, like, when you... When you are in a state that, like... Are Spanish girls not funny? Is that what you're trying to say? Ooh, oh. I don't think I've met any Spanish female Yo, comics. this is a thing, bro. That's that, funny. When she said that, my first thought... I don't even know if it's as much as the crowd, because I'm sure you kill in Florida crowds, right? So I as mean, much sometimes. as... Like, I'm, right. <laughs> On average, whatever the case is, as much... You kill as much as any male comic. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. really... If it's good, it's good. I don't think that... People in the crowd are like, fuck this bitch. There's a girl on here. As much in Florida, as much as what is our population and, and how many people yeah, are going to be I around here. I think it has here. to do with like the demographic of the state that you're in. Because like, I've had really great shows in, in Florida and I've had really bad shows in Florida. And that's the same with every state. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've just noticed as a female comic, and this is not like, I don't know if, what this really means, but I've just noticed that. In other states that are a little more like blue or liberal leaning, there's a lot more female comics. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's really anything to do with the scene or if it's just the comfortability that women have going out and doing open mics. It might be like the thing. whole woman empowerment type of thing, too. I don't, but like. Yeah, because I think, I think too, like, I mean, I, like, you could ask any female comic and they'll have, you know, similar stories about their struggle in comedy or or whatever it is and a lot of the time it's just like you know we just want to be comics too we don't want to be female comics i know like we don't want to be women in the scene but a lot of times like we're told that we're that or i can't tell you how many times i've been introduced as like this next girl's really cute you're gonna love her she's looking super hot tonight right that kind of shit whereas the dude is like this dude's a fucking murderer he you're gonna love him he's so funny give it up for fucking brad you know what i mean i agree with that i agree don't sexualize none of the introductions just because it's a female comic that's fucking stupid right like the way we introduced you was probably one of the best introductions we've done for a guest (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like i totally agree with that but i also feel like you are you uh as long as it is right now, female comics are a minority in the scene. You know what For I mean? Sure, so as yeah. long as that exists, it's it's I and I hope it doesn't come off as much as like like like, you know, 
female comic or whatever, as much as it's like propping, because I don't know girls that can do it. Right. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. You know, like it's uh, like on average, you'll see a lot of comics that could talk some shit. And it's mainly just a guy that could talk good shit. Right. The greats are the greats. That's a different story. But like, you yeah. know, like you're talking about open mics and 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 like, you know, well, shows. It's a really intimidating environment. I mean, you felt that way just going in as a dude. You right. know what I mean? So like it can be really intimidating, you know, if you're a young woman and maybe you don't like know how you're supposed to act or what you're supposed to say. Like you feel like you have to pretend like you're one of the guys, which can sometimes be a really uncomfortable like thing to to kind of meld into you also have to not give a fuck about what people think exactly there's probably more guys right and you can see it you know it yeah this isn't always a proud thing (laughs) you know like there's more guys that don't wash their ass but you know yeah because they think it's gay (laughs) (laughs) guys really think that no have you not seen those fucking there's like tiktoks where like dudes are like yeah i don't you can't wash between your cheeks my guy that's fucking gay behavior and it's like yo hygiene is gay now no no whoa i've never even heard of that that's funny no it's like it's like tiktok like exposes the depths of society that is crazy no one would ever think that that person exists but they do and we know that now because of the internet i recently found i'm not gonna put nobody on blast but i recently found out that i have a friend that doesn't brush their teeth at jeremy No, fucking that, what if that was his name though <laughs> i was what like well how did you know but no they they don't brush their teeth at night they only brush it in the morning why i don't fucking know and they were just like oh i thought that was like the normal thing i'm like no the fuck it's not like that's minimum nasty. two times a day yeah, that's a, yeah that's if you can fit a third one in that's great but if you can't then i understand you're out working but minimum two times a day bro oh that's <laughs> But I don't know everybody to Easter to Easter but on I guess guys on average don't give a fuck I think what people you have to have that kind of that's it comes with it's like a confidence or not caring about what people think you kind of yeah. have to not care about what people think because you got to be prepared yeah, to go out sure. there and shit not hit cool I'm gonna do the next one like for that well, to be a also, possibility I think also just like like women get criticized way more in comedy than men do. I'll take that too. That's yeah. Like a, like a dude can like say a, a joke and it's like mediocre and it's like, Oh, okay. That wasn't a good joke. But if a woman says a mediocre joke, it's immediately all women aren't funny. Women suck. Like it, they generalize an entire gender because they had one bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. And you touch, I mean, what's funny too, is you touch on some topics that like, would be prone to those comments too, like the oh, kids absolutely. thing. Absolutely, like I, like I saw a couple of your reels and your videos. You have a, a couple bits for sure about the kids. Oh yeah, like yeah. Morgan is the reason we have a, a social security issue, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I don't like kids. And I'm like, I'm not fucking having these kids. Oh, you don't like kids? She's no, about getting. <laughs> she's getting her money. She's she's working on her career until a later age, and then maybe. Are you ever gonna have kids? I mean, maybe like I've I never <laughs> I've never thought about it until I met my current boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So like now I'm like, oh, God, 
god. It's I'm like, huge. I'm like, oh man, he'd make such fucking nice kids. Yeah, he'd be okay. such a great father. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, uh, fuck them little shits. I'm like, dude, but my vagina's so tight right now. Like, I can't fuck it up. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, it's in pristine condition. It's in mint condition. I can you sell like it on shit. eBay. Yeah, like I can't fucking ruin that. That's funny. Uh, That's fucked. For a later time. Just like, what if you just schedule a C-section off of it? But then it's like, yeah, then you got. Can you do that? Do I'm you think sure. You, like I, like I wonder if you can do that. I'm sure you might be able to. I'm not quite sure to be honest. I never really googled that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's not something that's in my that's Google that's history. So, that's so fucked up. But You're like, you know what? I want to have a child, and I'm going to carry you for nine months. But I'm not fucking pushing your ass out. You're getting you're getting carved up. Hey, that's that's, that's equal equal rights. <laughs> equal rights. <laughs> okay, fuck. But you could always uh, always adopt. That's always an option too. That's yep. That's very true. Kind of kind of hit two birds and one stone, though, Morgan. That's nice. That's sweet. That's cool. Does that, is that going to lose any intensity on those bits? Those no, bits are fuck great. Them. Honestly, <laughs> them kids. honestly, like, I don't think so. I mean, I think for me, it just fuels more material. Yeah. Because I can still talk about how I don't like kids, but how yeah. it's like now I'm like, oh, shit, I kind of want kids. And it, it yeah. just it's just more material. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. Like you. So you and you kind of mentioned you have to write jokes because I was just thinking like some people like for creativity try to like seclude themselves and stuff like that but i feel mm. like for comedy it's like how do you write anything without like experiencing shit like you have to find yeah. shit that people can relate to like and it's almost always that like kevin hart went crazy on his on his uh when he first went crazy it was because he was relating to people at yeah. home and yeah, shit like that sure. right like so many people were like ah like that's me you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah. and even with you it's like uh for for a lot of your bits, like it's it's you have to experience life. Like one of them where you were talking about, I, got, I just got my hair cut. I was supposed to cut eight inches off, but it was a male male salon person, so mm-hmm. it was probably like five. Yeah, and dude it's knows like, my whole ee- joke. Dude, dude knows the punchline and everything. I actually used it. No, I'm just fucking joke stealer. I'm just fucking with you. No, but like that's hilarious because you have to like go through life to like understand that yeah. shit. When you write, do you just write like the the topic ish and then kind of work with it, or do you per se like write, write, write? Because I think everybody has a. Little it really depends. I mean, like I tried to be one of those people that was that would like sit down every day and write for you know. 20 minutes but it's so hard for me to like do that because some days I genuinely don't have anything to write about you should write every day as a comic but but like I guess for me like it comes in spurts like something will happen and I'll be like oh fuck that's like Mm -hmm. something that can work in this bit or like I recently within the last few months started doing material about my relationship because I had been I was doing all this material I had all this material about being single and guys and how dating's confusing and blah, blah, blah. And then I started dating my boyfriend last summer. And it was like, okay, I'm saying that I'm single on stage, but I'm clearly not. And it's okay to do, it's okay to like lie a little bit. Mm-hmm. As a cop. But like, I started being like, no, I don't like feel like saying that anymore. Like I want to joke about my boyfriend. And so I started writing stuff and I kind of just sat down and wrote a little bit. And then I like. I draw. I drew some inspiration from a headliner I saw who did like a whole hour about his girlfriend, and I was like, oh, okay, like he's doing these kinds of stories. Maybe I should find a story like that. And it kind of just like naturally comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, I was like, 
oh, I want to write all this stuff about my friend who is like suddenly now really religious. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, like I should write stuff about this. And so I wrote like a bunch of jokes. I started writing more. I started workshopping them. Like, so it's, it kind of like depends on what's yeah. going on, you know? Do you find it easier? Like, so like on your relationship stuff, is it easier? Cause you guys started dating. Okay. Like negative or positive relationship content? Like, Oh, positive for sure. But like, obviously it's like, like how a he's joke. helping you in something in a funny way. Or yeah. Like, like I, like I basically just like, I talk about, you know, how we're different in some ways. And like, um, my opening joke is, is usually, you know, like I'm in a long distance relationship. I live in Orlando and he lives with his wife mm-hmm. and like, obviously that's a lie, <laughs> that's great. but it's like funny. And then that's I, good. and then I'm like, Oh, I'm just kidding. He lives in Denver, but you know what I mean? So it's like yes. little tiny blips of, you know, punchlines woven into like a story about dating my boyfriend. That's fun. No, I, I just asked that. Cause I was like, I can see like, you know, let's just say when, if, you know, years down the line, what arguments like i can't wait to see the bits you come oh, up for with sure yeah after some there's, fucking there's arguments. so much shit that i like need to write about and need to work out i'm like sitting on so much material right now that i just need to like start workshopping it's like yeah. just wait until yeah. you guys moving together oh god yeah <laughs> that's gonna give you enough material that you'll be set for the rest of your career whenever that happens yeah <laughs> don't worry That'll about be that interesting so uh how so you're is it uh we could clip it if anything out you're moving to Colorado? Mm-hmm. So how is, how is that? How is your train of thought with that? Like as far as scheduling shows and stuff, do you already have like a... like a? Yeah, so uh, my boyfriend lives in Denver. I met him doing comedy in Denver. Um, he's not a comic, don't worry. Um, <laughs> he was like laughing so hard in the crowd. If you're a comedian, <laughs> don't ever fucking date a comedian. It's the worst decision you could ever possibly make. Oh, is it really? Um, Why yes. is that? It's just not... It's just... It's gross. You guys are both like toxic with each other making jokes back and it's forth. just i just from my experience i don't think it's like beneficial to either party but i will say my best one of my best friends has been dating a comic she's a comic and they've been dating for three years and it's like wonderful and amazing so whatever but uh no i like i met him in denver and i like started doing i did some shows in denver and then uh i started meeting other people from just like from doing festivals and you know what i mean like going back to denver a few times to visit him and so I do have some stuff scheduled there, uh, but I'm my goal right now is to kind of like move quietly and then get there and like just start grinding out like a new fifteen minutes. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel I feel kind of stale in some of my material as of right now, but I've been doing a lot of shows and sometimes I want to wait until I have a break almost to start working on new material so that I'm not working on new material at shows. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. It can't, it can't be too. So like what you're saying is you'd rather do like some of the open mics and stuff. And yeah. Work out. Like I'd rather do some like smaller showcases, some bar mm-hmm. shows and just like kind of like test the waters with the stuff before I bring it on like a, a bigger stage. Yeah. Like if you're getting paid and there's like stakes to stuff, it's like, all right, I'm going to use what works. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm exactly. just going to hit. Exactly. But then after you do that too much that's 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 a great point you ever think about like how some of these big ass con- they do though that's what, like what yeah. Chappelle did. oh yeah oh my god well they're so they're so talented and they have worked for so many years that they have the skill set to do that you yeah. know what i mean like there, there's so many big comics that like you know they'll do a show and they're doing a whole new hour 
But that's just yeah. because that's like the caliber that they're at. Like they've been doing it, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. So they know they know their own voice. They know how to write their own jokes. They know how to like really work oh, yeah. the crowd. But then the, even they like just do like they'll just pop into places and shit like that. Yeah, like, it's no, fucking cool. And it's like that is like. That's awesome Like you know how Excited I would be To be at an open mic And then Morgan pops up And I'm like Oh god Oh my god I'm just saying You're like like the only person In Florida that feels that way Come on No (laughs) Look You're you're very good So Thank you I think Like That's a cool thing Anyways Is there any uh, Were you inspired By anybody to do comedy Uh Outside I of mean, the friends that were, like, kind of agging you on? I mean, I think, I think like, yes and no. Because, like, growing up, my dad and I always watched, like, Comedy Central together. Mm. Um, but we were watching people like George Lopez and, like, Fluffy and, like, Carlos Mencia. And, Fluffy like, was my fucking guy when I was a kid. Well, yeah, I like, it, and I just, I always liked stand-up, but I don't think I really understood, like, what it was. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Ironically, when the pandemic hit, Taylor Tomlinson had just come out with her Netflix special, her first one, Mm -hmm. and it was like perfect timing for her because she blew up because the pandemic, everyone's home, everyone's watching Netflix. Um, So I watched her special, I think, before I even decided or thought about going into stand up. Um, So she was someone that I was like, oh, I love this. And she's kind of my around my age. Right, right. So, yeah. I, I also wanted to point out, too. It's because we have like a trend on this podcast. I just want to confirm that you got started during COVID, right? Yeah. That's Is crazy. that happening with a lot of people? So pretty much like a lot of people that we have had on, um, like, you know, we've been doing it for two years, but a lot of people we've had on, a lot of people that have like, have a lot of momentum going and they're doing really good right now. A lot of them got started during COVID, and it's like a trend that we've seen. Like so many people made huge pivots. Yeah. What the fuck is alters. up with COVID? Like, bro, it was it's in our crazy. World, COVID well, if you guys was are like two the, years into this podcast. You must have started. We started like COVID. At, so like during the COVID. idea started during COVID. Yeah, but like execution was like as we were coming out of COVID. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think what I think what the pandemic did for so many people is it put life into perspective, mm. and it made you think like, all right. If the world is going to end, am I happy where I am Word. like right now? And if the answer is no, then you're like, I'm fucking out of here. Word. And then you add in like the benefits people because like we were, we had to stay home. Right. So some people yeah. got not benefits. I mean, there was some tragic shit that went down, but like also like you got you <laughs> bought time. Some some people died. <laughs> No, some people lost their jobs, jobs. but like you lost your job, like you're probably getting some sort of check for a certain amount of time. Whatever the case, it was easier for that benefit to be able to pivot. You know, like there's some people that I heard that went to school during that time. A lot of privilege and like my at least my situation, because I was still like I still had a job and I was working from home. So I was like in a position where I could go and like take a comedy class and like do that sort of thing. And Florida obviously was like, when it came to the pandemic, they were like, all right, after three months, we're fucking sick of this shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, there were places that were open and that were doing comedy, which is insane. How was that? Like, so were you doing comedy like right before the lockdown? No. So it like lockdown happened in March and then maybe in like April or May is when I, like started kind of thinking about stand up, uh-huh. and then I signed up for the class, and the class ended in July. I remember that because it was like an eight week thing. So I did my first open mic on like July twenty seventh or something like that in twenty twenty. So July is like my yeah anniversary. So or whatever. everybody's wearing masks and shit for sure. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, and it was 
it was like so weird because I think even still at that time it was like surprising to see how people were acting were people going to the grocery store yeah. like because it had been a few months and it was this weird kind of like okay yep. are we over it are we not there's a new strand coming out yep. like and i i did i did zoom comedy shows which were awful i Whoa, did like that don't, that don't sound right <laughs> yeah hard. i did like comedy shows where people were like spread out you know what i mean i did shows where like they put the little condom on the mic for when you're up there and you have to Ooh. wear your mask inside, but take it off as soon as you get on stage. Like, it was weird for sure. But you were probably also in the best place to do comedy when you were like, fuck yeah, it, which let's is go. A, so ironic. Especially yeah. July. Well, and there were so many people that like came to Florida, like from New York yep. or from LA because they were like, I like miss comedy and like I haven't been on a mic in six months. Like Florida's open, I'm gonna go do a month there. People were starving for like just yeah. interaction. They didn't care mm. what the fuck was that's going probably, on. There's probably like a lot of big people that were popping into random places too. Well, I, bet. Mm. I know a couple. Like I listened to Flagrant too. Andrew Scholes and his guys or whatever. They were down in Miami that whole time. Yeah, and they were doing shows all around Miami yeah. that whole yeah, time. Yeah, because it like I mean, you got to get some work in. And yeah. I, that that is interesting. I do wonder the amount of people that came here to do, but crazy coincidence, you know. Like that's mm. like that's I don't know. It's almost perfect too because you could almost say like factor in like getting different people from different areas because of that time mm-hmm, was like yeah. beneficial. You know, like getting the crowds that you were getting is probably not the same crowd at that place. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was wild. That's for sure. Shit. So, I want to talk about another thing. Uh. Fight about it. Let's fight about it. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Yes. Which you guys should check out. It's super cool. I was interested in like the creative process or perspective you had on the podcast. Like I didn't know that you were kind of like uh, you kind of generated the idea of it or mm-hmm. whatever, which is really super cool. You had you picked perfect people to kind of participate. Like yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you were saying that maybe there's going to be some changes to that podcast because those that don't know, it's you arguing with what's his name? Donald. Donald. And then, and then Austin is, was the moderator. Yeah. He's the yeah. moderator. He's bringing up the topics. They argue about it. You know, like, it's it's great. It's perfect. Yeah. So Let's Fight About It uh, is a podcast that is all about fighting over stupid shit. Yeah. And I didn't want to create a, just, like, another comedy podcast. Um, there's a lot of, like, comedy podcasts out there. Um, but I wanted to create, a, create something that was more of, like, a game show. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I had the idea... A while ago, and I had my friend do some design work for it, um, and then I kind of started, like, trying to figure out, all right, do I want to, like, do it myself? Do I want to have a co-host? Uh, I ended up moving to Orlando, and, um, like, Donald was a good friend of mine, and I was like, all right, like, he wants to be a part of it. Like, let's bring him in, and he knew Austin, so he brought him in, and um, it's really cool because the first season is actually, like, I got to be the fighter the yeah. whole time, which I wasn't, that wasn't my original idea, but I'm glad that I got to do it because now I get the perspective. So we did like 18 episodes. Uh, there were two bonus episodes that were just released through the end of the season. Um, but the second season I'm like really excited for because I'm taking over the role of moderator and then I'm going to bring be bringing in two guest comics every week to fight over stupid shit. And I think it'll be really cool. Cause like, I think, uh, there's so many cool comics out there and so many funny comics that like 
I want to be able to like bring them into a space to talk about something that maybe they haven't talked about. Mm -hmm. And it might generate material for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like arguing over like an amusement park for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like you might be able to write a joke out of that. So yeah, season two is going to be coming soon. Um, I'm just working on like getting everything kind of produced and put together before I release it, but I'm really excited about it. That's, that's also kind of cool too, because you can also be bringing um, exposure to up and coming. Uh, right. Yeah. So that, well, it's, really it's cool. beneficial for everyone. I mean, I think, I think that's what like comedy, that's why I love comedy so much is it's like, we all kind of benefit from all of us doing well. It's not as much of a competition as people think it is. Yeah. If comedy is doing well in general, then all of us are doing well. And it's, Awesome that you said that because uh, we talked how you just came fresh from Austin, right? And mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I've heard a lot of stories about the mothership and stuff like that, that Joe Rogan's yeah. got going on or whatever. He, that I don't even know what that is. What exactly is that? It's a comedy club that he pretty much built and, and put together or whatever. So, and, and where is that based out of? So, Austin. Austin. It's in Austin. So, he yeah. was in LA and he was doing a lot for the comedy store or whatever. The comedy store is iconic, whatever. You know, that's in LA or whatever. And then he, uh, during COVID, <laughs> he moved to Austin. Mm -hmm. And uh, or after COVID, I think he got fed up with some shit, moved to Austin, whatever the <laughs> case is. And then, yeah, he, Joe Rogan living in L.A. is a funny picture in my head. But, but OK, <laughs> now he's in he's always been in L.A. Yeah. So now he's in Austin and he started in this mothership or whatever. The reason why I bring that up is because I keep hearing these stories now more recently about how this motherfucker does not care about making money at that place. Like it's all going into the show. And if not like. Apparently, he's paying comics, like, outrageous amount of money compared to, like, relative, yeah. like, shows Which, and honestly, stuff like that. I mean, good for him because, like, he, he knows he's at that level where, like, he has probably experienced every level of comedy and how it's, it's kind of shit pay from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Unless, like, until you're that comic that, like, your special's blowing up, all of a sudden you're booking tours, you're doing theaters, you're doing appearances, you're getting roles, like... It's not really lucrative until you get kind of to, like, the skyscraper level of top comedy. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, and that's money money at that point. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. What would you what would you describe as shit pay? Like, as a relative range? Cause I mean, like, when you... There's a lot of clubs that'll, like, they'll have you host, right? When you host, you have to go up to a cold room. You do sometimes 5, 10, 15 minutes of your own jokes, and then you do a lot of announcements. And then the rest of the show, you're responsible for keeping the show going, which means you're bringing up the feature, you're bringing up the headliner. You have to make sure their intros are right. You have to make sure you're announcing the drink specials. You have to make sure that if, you know, something's going to happen in the crowd that you have to kind of help out and make sure, okay, this person's heckling, I'm going to go at security. You're kind of yeah. like the show runner, which is crazy. <coughs> and a lot of the times, like, there are comedy clubs who either won't pay their hosts or they'll pay you 25 bucks or they'll pay you 50 bucks. Mm. And that's kind of like the base uh, an range. No, no, just for the whole thing. And that's kind of like the base range. And it's from my experience and from what I've heard from a lot of more veteran comedians is that that's the way it's always been mm -hmm. since the 80s. That's the money. So the, the money has not changed, even though comedy has changed. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as a feature, you're getting like $75, which honestly is not even like the standard like that's below standard mm -hmm. uh and then headliners i don't have as much experience because i haven't headlined um i've headlined like a, sh a smaller show and made like a 100 bucks 
Really? Sometimes, but sometimes headliners like are making like three hundred bucks, which still, I mean, for an hour of comedy, that's right. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. So, you, so is it literally that until you blow up, kind of thing? I mean, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, so I yeah. don't know. I've I've done a lot of shows where it's like that. I've done some shows where they're much more. Um, they give you like that pay, but they also give you like free food, free drink. You know, maybe they give you like. Like maybe the headliner will throw you a few dollars off of their check, mm-hmm. um, but I don't really know how much people are making when they're like touring. Like yeah. I'm so it, it's so over oh, my yeah. head. Oh yeah, it's um, definitely got to be like a percentage of like ticket sales. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see like what your you know your next steps are because I do think like same. <laughs> <just Wait>. like, <laughs> let's see. No, I'm just, so like because all right, there's that right. But then I also wonder, like, because, and it's another thing I want to talk about, too, but, like, you've, because of your background and stuff, you've integrated a certain thing where you're building a following at a different rate than other comics who might be as good as you in a room or whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. Like, with social media, clipping stuff, putting stuff out there, engaging, like, doing that whole thing. Like, you're on the podcast because I was on your YouTube, right? Right. Yeah. And then I found out about the let's fight about it and stuff like that, you know, but it's also like, that is what, if you're not doing that, you know, like you're going to live in that is a good chance. You'll yeah. live in that area for a long time. But then those that can bring, cause I mean, if you can guarantee bringing 40 people to a, to a club or something a night, mm-hmm. you know, like that's a good middle range. You know what right, I mean? That yeah, like, I would sure. love, I can't wait. You know, like, I wonder if that is something that that we don't hear about much, you know, because you do know social media has definitely changed the game, which is, I think, like a good and a bad thing, because it's annoying that now bookers and people who obviously like produce pot or uh, comedy clubs or comedy shows like they are looking at your following and it's kind of shitty because there are so many amazing comedians who don't have a big following on yeah. social media. And it's mostly just because, like, they're not posting clips or they don't know how to or maybe they're just not interested in posting clips. And it's like it used to just be <clears throat> that you have to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Right. And now it's like you have to be funny, but you also have to have a following. You also have to be able to put butts in seats and you also have to, like, be present. You yeah. know what I mean? Which again is like annoying because it's like there are so many great people that don't have that following to no fault of their own it's just Mm -hmm. that the the way that you know social media works and the algorithm works it's like the more you post the more that the algorithm favors you so if you're posting one clip a month you know what i mean you're not gonna go anywhere which sucks yeah and even if you do post fucking three clips a week sometimes that shit don't go nowhere That's not a little personal. It is. No, I'm just (laughs) No, but yeah, that's that's true. And it's almost like these days, what's just sad is like you almost need, if you're not good at those other things, you need management or something, but you're not getting management if you're not, you know, and you almost need that type of push to get you to that next step or whatever. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's why it's really cool because we were just talking about the podcast and how that could filter creativity and different people, whatever Mm -hmm. the case is. I can't wait for that look. That's going to be a cool look for you being the mediator or whatever. But- also moderator moderator it's also a mediator it's a fight about a podcast well let's fight about it moderator or mediator but you went to school for what uh strategic communication mm. which is basically an umbrella term for like 
PR marketing and advertising. Oh, really? Kinda... I thought it was like a debate thing. <laughs> no, it's it's weird. Like I, I got my degree. It's technically like it's called strategic communication. It's a bachelor of science, and then I have what? Like it's a, a science. Yeah, and then I have a like a uh, focus in public relations. Mm. But I still took like marketing and advertising. You know what I mean? And yeah. I actually took a social media course. So it's like. It's it kind of it's it's basically like a branding master like class. Like yeah, it's just cool. the, the entire four years is just like learning how to manage a brand and like market a brand and all that kind of stuff. I love that shit because it's also like you know how many people just kind of fall into that degree kind of thing. Yeah, they're like, for sure. I like that, but it's like you don't think you're not good. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like you got to be a type of person to take advantage of that type of degree. Yeah, for you know sure, what I mean. And sure. it's like. So many people that go for that, and then it's like a total waste. It's so cool how you did that, and then it's like, uh, I'm gonna be a comedian. But it's like, look how mm. I use that, yeah, in yeah, that I space, got lucky. that world, podcasting, whatever the case is. And it's like, fuck, like we just talked about these days, up and coming comics need a manager. It's like mm. you kind of did the foundation on yeah. a lot of things before you started to to yeah, do what you're I guess doing. I, yeah, I I guess I'd never really like. I didn't start branding myself as a comic until I was probably like a year in because mm-hmm. then I felt more then I felt comfortable enough to like change my Instagram, yep. you know, to like comedian and like represent myself as a comedian yeah. and like really focus on like, no, this account is like a comedy account. This isn't like a personal like here's mm-hmm. a picture of the beach shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. Do you have a personal account? No, it's all just my fucking it's funny because people ask me that. They're like, do you have a burner account? And I'm like, no. And they're like, so you just like are on social media as yourself on your official account. And I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, I don't think of it yeah. as that big of a deal. But then I, I remember that there are people who like are creepy or who are like yep. going to. I actually am in a situation right now where <laughs> uh, I have several fan pages that have been made of me on Facebook and then there's a group, like someone made a Facebook group that has like 1,500 what, what you don't know members is, in it. No, don't I, don't know. Know, I don't know who made it, but it's a public group. <laughs> it's this motherfucker. We, we get along in there. You should check it out. Well, it's, so, it's so annoying because it's like, so someone created like a fan page, like a Facebook page that you can like, yeah. right? And I used to have one of those, but I got rid of it because it was too confusing to have my fan page and like a personal That's profile. That's a lot of work. And now on Facebook, people can follow you on your profile without friending you, which yeah. is great because I'm yeah. not going to be friends with people that I don't know. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I found out that someone like created and that one of the fan pages has like 33,000 likes on it. But it's because they're posting all of the shit I post like in succession and so people think it's me, and it has, like, my profile picture. It has, like, my cover I, photo. I think you can actually contact Facebook and maybe take over I have account. so many times. Like, I've I've reported it. I've called it spam. I've said that it's impersonating You, you might be able to take over that account. <laughs> You're going to say that they, that they hacked your account. I know. It's yours. wild. So that has been the best argument I've heard for the new blue check shit. Oh, my God. I fucking hate this shit. I, I know. could go on about this verification bullshit. There is no reason... There's no reason <laughs> that Tanner 
from fucking Ocala Yo. needs to have a verification check with 500 followers. Leave I'm Tanner sorry. alone. I can't <laughs> oh, deal with it. You that. know what's funny? I really thought Tanner was somebody big and I'm like, no. who the no. fuck is Tanner? No, but It's literally just I any motherfucker that has an extra $15 you know, a month in their pocket yeah. can pay to be verified I, and it annoys the crowd. I, I was saying this. like uh, That's what I was saying the other day. I saw somebody like dragging and was like, oh, anybody who uses it is stupid. I was like, Personal, yeah, but if you have like if you're doing like on a business side of things, or you're like a content creator and that's really really trying to push it or do something yeah. like that, but it was I can understand the value. And the reason why is because I know a lot of people that just follow just because they see the blue one, yeah. the blue check, which that might not be the case anymore. Right. It might be the actually, it might be the death of you now because a lot of people will feel so so much hatred towards it. They might just unfollow you because I feel of like it. what's gonna happen is like because the verification <laughs> is basically a indication that you are who you say you are online right because right. you have to submit like a photo id you have to submit like identification right. so it's great to it's a great way to fight against like bots and like shitty yeah. accounts but i think at some point like like everyone's going to be verified and there's not going to be a way to know like who well i guess that's a lie because i was going to say like the people that are verified are people who are like have so many followers that they need to be verified so that people know it's them. Yeah. I, I think what's eventually going to come, which I mean, it's not set in stone or anything, but this is like kind of like my speculation. I think we're going to have the original blue check that everybody's paying for. They're going to have tears. I think they're going to have tears. I think they're going to have another one because LeBron made a tweet or a post or whatever and said, if, if they think I'm paying $5 a month, yeah, for a blue check, like, they got me fucked up. I ain't paying. He said he ain't paying five dollars exactly. a month. So he said he's gonna lose his blue check because he ain't paying monthly for it. How are they just gonna let LeBron is lose that, his blue is check? Is that like how it's working? Because I was wondering that. Like, if people have had a blue check mark for years, so, are they all of a sudden gonna start charging ooh, them? I, I, I believe the blue check is like fifteen dollars to the average person, but he said five dollars in his post. So I don't know if he just messed up and meant fifteen, or maybe if you already had one, now you have to pay five dollars to keep wild. it. Wild! You're gonna charge LeBron James <laughs> five dollars a month to keep his blue check mark? That's what I was saying. He could buy a million blue check marks, <laughs> yeah. but like it's still the principle of the thing. I think is so stupid. I think that's what he was getting at, but. I think we're eventually going to see maybe people who are already like already approved for it. There might be like another tier. We oh might see like a, a gold check instead of a blue yeah, check. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You're right. Or some shit. I think it's gonna be like it's gonna be like it's gonna become but some new. There thing. is there has been because like it's definitely not what it was anymore. Yeah, right? and everybody it's like knows not, that it's not cool to be verified oh, anymore. No, but did you see how much money they made? Who's so, they? Are you talking about like Meta? Are you talking oh, about yeah? Twitter? Sure. So it so meta. the, the yeah, first Meta's charging a lot. The first. They said like I think it was like the first week or first month or whatever. I think it was like first week or whatever. They had like forty four million people pay. Oof. God, that's so embarrassing. I don't have my phone, but Oof. that this math is, is high. This is, this is how I feel right now. This is how I feel right now. Okay? That's six hundred. I feel right? like if I pay for a blue check mark, even though there's people impersonating me, and even though there's people that are like taking advantage of my name or whatever, like. I feel like all it's going to do is it's going to tell my followers that I'm paying $15 a month to be verified. And I think that's, like, so embarrassing. Do you that's know what I true. mean by that? Yeah, like, that is, that is a great debate because it's also, like, because what you said, that's why I mentioned it, is that's the best argument I've heard for getting a blue check. Because yeah. I've seen a bunch of people, please report this page, please report this page, yeah. please report right. this page. Or get hacked. Where, like, yeah. the, the blue check helps them. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if... They almost should have done it like at the same time, like increment the tiers with the pay pay five dollars to be verified. But they, the fact that they didn't, it's becoming such a thing where like mm. it would because if they had all these tiers, 
maybe you don't feel that way, right? Like, maybe you go, cool, I'll pay that amount so they know it's just me. I just, I don't want to be verified because I'm paying to be verified. I want to be verified because I'm worthy of it. Yeah. No, I and, like, it, it, it's so funny because I was talking to, uh, I was talking to my friend about this, like, because there's a lot of, like, open mic comics. If you're an open mic comic, that's amazing. Keep doing open mics. But, but if you're just an open mic comic and you have a blue check, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't you don't need people to know who you are because, yeah. like, I, I guess I just don't understand it. I know that there's an argument to be made about, like, identity theft and whatever, yeah. but I'm like... That's the only one, though. I just don't. And, and like, the, I, the argument, I feel like the argument used to be there for, like, people would what? just follow because you had a blue check, which there yeah. was actually, like, a... There was actually like a study that was done and said like 70% or something like that. I think it was like 67 to be actually, to be honest, would follow people just because they had it, just because they had it. But now that you can pay for it, does that take away that, that credibility now? The other thing is like, uh, it's a, this is more of a thing among creators than it is anywhere else. And Mm. like the things are said, like, you know, like people regurgitate what they hear. This is a hot topic or whatever. But nobody really understands like those that are like with your like what we're just saying where we're like, this is kind of weird. Like you're just paying money. Like it's not real. You didn't earn it or whatever. Nobody gets like the casual person does not understand that. Like that's something I've realized. Like Mm. there's a lot of people that support us that won't like our shit and they don't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah, like yeah, no, yeah. like that helps us. Like support us. Like we use that to leverage other things. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like they don't get that. So like th- that same person that doesn't understand that doesn't understand. Oh, this person paid five dollars or well, whatever I can't for a imagine, blue check. Like they just follow. It's actually fifteen or fifteen. Yeah, that's Jesus. that's Dude, what I'm saying. A it's lot crazy. of money. That's yeah. more than like Spotify. It, that's more than you know what I mean. Like that's a lot of money. That's yeah. what I was getting at because Wait, did Twitter do it first. Because you yeah, mentioned Twitter, 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 when Elon, our yeah. Lord and Savior, took over Twitter, it was like you have to pay eight dollars, I think. Oh, and really? if you pay eight dollars a month, you can be verified. And it was like anyone could be verified. Oh, I didn't even know Twitter did it. So you, so I just want to say, like, because he is. I didn't our even Lord know that Savior. Twitter did it. Yeah, yeah, they did it first. Twitter did it first, and then I think he like I can't remember what happened. I think he took it away. Because so many people were like, this is stupid. Yeah. But now it's happening again. But, that's but he was the one that mentioned tears, too. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. I didn't so know. He, that. he, like, that's why he is a fucking. Like, I respect the guy. He's, he is our Lord and Savior, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he did it first. A, probably, we didn't hear about all the money he made from it. We're going to hear about it with Meta or whatever the case is. Man. But still, it's like, I mean, they're. I don't know. Like from 40, 44 million people signed up for the first month. That's what that is. That? So 15, sad. that would be like 660 million, right? If I think I did that math right. 660 million a month. A fucking but month, isn't, bro. Like, isn't that so funny that like we are we are so deduced down to a sim a little tiny symbol yeah. that we're so like we have to have it that we're willing to pay money to have it. So like, a lot of people weird? live social media no, though, man. But like, here, it's yeah, crazy. It's Here's like, the other ugh. thing: we have so like older people feel that ten times. We have a different perspective because we totally understand. Like our generation, I'm mm-hmm. saying, like older people, 
they said that when it started, but we're also telling them, hey, dumbass, I'm making money off Right, for this sure. Shit. Yeah, we're in that weird in-between. But we also can can understand where it's yeah. like, motherfucker, you're paying for a blue yeah. check. Like, we, like, the nuances are clear to us. I, I, I refuse to pay for it. But I the, the younger generation does not, like, I'm telling you, like, a lot of the stupid shit we're, we're going to see or we see is the younger generation not really giving a fuck, like... Like, literally, there's people that are like, oh, you're, like, I won't even follow you unless you got something like that. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. it's like, fuck you. If the content doesn't mm-hmm. speak for itself, then whatever. But, like, the fact that people can capitalize off people like that, it's going to happen. We're going to see that times 10. Because yeah. because you could take advantage of people like that, you know? I yeah, don't know. It's, it's weird. Watch this. Like, by the time this episode drops, Morgan's going to have a blue check and shit. The thing is, like... <laughs> It's like I am such a small like blip in the world of like creators, let alone like comedians. Like, yeah. like I can't imagine what it's like to have like five hundred thousand followers and like and still be like, "Fuck, I'm not verified," but like I don't want to pay for it. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's so shitty. Like, and, and there, it used to be. Because I, I tried tried to get verified on Instagram, but right. I didn't fucking approve it. And it's like you have to submit, like, obviously your photo ID, your name, whatever document. And then you also have to submit, like, a third-party publication that has written about you so that they know that you're of notoriety. You I, know what I mean? I, I, I think I did our stuff wrong because I, I tried submitting, like, uh, for verification for the podcast in the past. But I found out, I saw, I saw somebody talking about, I don't know if it's actually true or not. But they were saying that you have to ha- you have to have like a picture of you as your as like your what's the fucking thing called your profile, oh, your picture. profile picture yeah yeah whatever you, you have to have a picture of you because I tried doing it for the podcast and I'm like okay what the fuck do I put there well, like you know yeah, also we're weird. learning like every, like I never had a social media period like that's why I asked if you have a personal one because I wondered if like you I have should. that urge but like. I never had a social media period until we did the podcast. Yeah. And then, and then like, Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. He did not do social media. Nothing. Wow. So I learned everything the past couple years, but like also like I learned a lot. Like Zach has had to text me like, bro, that guy's fake as fuck. You know, like 500,000 followers, (laughs) but like, you know, like, Oh my God. There's the likes. He's learning about paid followers. He's learning about bots. Yo, I'm like, he's got scammed a couple times. You're like, damn, this girl doesn't want to fuck me. No, it was more like, she says that she's ready in my DMs. (laughs) Meet hot locals nearby. No, shout out to the bots though. The sex bots are liking all my stories. I love that shit. Support. No, but it was mainly about like going through the tears of bullshit. On yeah. social media, like, all right, fake followers, all right, no likes, all right, that's fake. Yeah, but he was comparing himself. Fake followers, too. fake oh. likes, fake this, and then it's like there's layers, and then sometimes we don't, you know. Anyways, like, I can see, like, that's where it's weird because we have a we had a somebody on the podcast who got a blue check, only has like two thousand followers, but because they're a D one football player, right? That yeah. makes sense because they could get that notor that that check mark is right. easier for them. The notoriety right. shit or whatever. Well, well and they're like they have stuff to back it up. Like yeah. they're D one people are probably writing about them. They're probably televised. You know what I mean? Like that right. makes sense. So I feel bad for those people yeah. in my mind because it's like yeah, now I look like these motherfuckers just because I didn't have a big following, but I'm doing good shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's annoying because it's like the blue check mark like takes your takes your social media to like another level but now i think of it as like 
oh, you're not really like, do you know what I, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause there, there are the people that, you know, have had the blue check mark for years and it's like, okay, I know that you're legit, but then there are people who I see and I'm like, Oh God, like you, why do you think that you need this? I'm happy. We started this when we started this. Cause if I got on social media, while this shit was going on, I would think we had a famous person every fucking week. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I would have been like, yo, Damn. you have no men, you have no idea how many blue checks I got coming on the blue podcast. Checks, blue checks. Blue checks on deck, guys. Like we're fucking- It's annoying that it's the same across every platform too. I just realized that. Like all blue checks. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're all blue checks. That none of them are like their own thing. Yeah. Like there's not like a symbol for TikTok or a symbol for I, Facebook. I think we're gonna thing. I think we're gonna start seeing a lot of that change. I really think we're gonna start seeing the whole tiers thing come play. But they they're not gonna they're not gonna launch the blue checks and launch tiers at the same time because if the real people have gold checks and the people who paid have blue checks. They're going to get the money. For the, the, not, not as many people are going to pay for it. They're going to be like, right. I'm not going to pay for it. I want a gold check. But now if everybody has it, they might let it run for a couple months, make a couple billion dollars off of it. My goal is like, I want to become so famous that one day they just have to give me yeah. a fucking blue check. Like, I will wait 10 years. I don't give a shit. I'll wait 20 years. Well, well shit, man. Uh, like Once you get your way up there, JP was telling us that he has like his own personal like representative he calls for like youtube and tiktok and shit like he has like yeah, a, he has like a direct for it. he has that's like a direct line saying. just hey just yeah. call she's saying crazy. she wants them to be like oh we gotta give this bitch a fucking blue check. no that's like, what i'm saying yeah, like, i want to get to the point where like there's no other option like they have to give it to me because yeah. i just like dave Chappelle's level with you <laughs> yeah yeah if i could ever get there as if I'm with you. hey and you never know you never no. know Keep. She's like shit. It's funny how <laughs> relativity works, though, because it's like you're doing exactly what you wanted to do, and then like you can't help but to think about the shit you should be doing, and like where yeah. where that yeah, next step is. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like, like the next. If you think about like where you started to where you are, if you could do that same thing in the same amount of time, if anything, half of that, it's like where is that? And then, mm. fuck, that's gonna be so cool. We're so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That was wholesome. I'm so proud of you, Morgan. Yeah, well, that was like w- w- weirdly wholesome. For yeah, a guy wearing sweatpants and Crocs. This guy wears Crocs on the daily. Damn, dude. What's wrong with Crocs? Can that camera pick up your Crocs? What's wrong with Crocs? There's nothing wrong with Crocs. Crocs and blue moons. With socks. Crocs, Crocs with socks. And blue moons. You're from, you're, you lived in Florida. You know that's how we get down. Crocs and socks. Crocs give me acid reflux. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I acid I can't reflux. do it. What's an appropriate casual shoe? Just like dirty Vans or something like that? Is that what you like? Casual shoes? Um, why do they have to be dirty Vans? Because like, like, I don't understand vans. any other casual shoe than like the guy that wears yeah, dirty like Vans Converse. Or Converse or yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. My boyfriend owns Crocs and I'm like, I'm planning on like throwing them out. Leave, behind all you gotta do is leave them outside. The they'll shrink. Fucking nest. Oh yeah. in the sun. That shit's gross. Leave him alone. <laughs> like I get he, he needs to wear oh, his Oh, I know what's a good, Birkenstocks. That's like the, that's like the. That's like rich people shit though. No? Not really. I don't really know how much they cost, but I know I heard Birkin's expensive. Mm. That's a Birkin bag, yeah, but Birkin stocks, not really. I don't know. You I don't can know. get off-brand ones. You don't have to get Birkin stock, but like, they're like the equivalent. They're like the, they're like the nicer, more high-class version of Crocs because they're like oh. a shoe that you put on to go outside, but nothing else. They're just biting the cool shit. Crocs is the best thing ever. You know what's crazy? I, I wear Crocs. I wore Crocs back Crocs. in high school, and everybody used to flame me for it. Yeah, of course. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Now everybody's wearing that flame. I'm like, "You motherfuckers!" It's so dumb how like fashion comes in. And, yeah, like, like you could you could like 
dye your pubic hair purple. <laughs> And people would be like, yo, that's fucking whack. And then 10 years from now, they're like, yo, you have natural colored pubic hair, dog? Ugh, that sucks. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. Yeah, that's that's what, that's so true. I used to wear them I used to go fishing. And they were like the best shoes for fishing. They get wet. Don't fucking matter. If I want to walk in the water that's nasty as fuck, I at least got some type of shoe protection. Yeah, yeah, I step yeah, yeah. on something. But then you would have like the fucking croc fucking tan lines, which is like the worst. Ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> It makes your foot look like a pizza. <laughs> a pizza? <laughs> it's so nasty. That's a weird comparison. But okay, it makes it easier when you eat the toes. Doesn't it? It's like, it's like white and then the tan lines. Yeah, it's like, like little peppers. circles. Like, yeah, that's what it looks like. That's funny. I never, I I'm going to start I... telling my girl that. we like, eat that pizza, girl. Eat that pizza. <laughs> you didn't like that. Damn, you're just shoving your foot raw into no, your... No, I don't like that shit. But I was part of... I'm just letting him like process yeah. on his own. I yeah, can't wait it. to hear like some of the content you come up with later in your relationship and shit because i can't help when i was like thinking about doing it for months before or whatever i couldn't help but to talk about shit in my relationship oh of course yeah because it's your life yeah, yeah but it was all negative oh that's <laughs> good <laughs> like i was that's the- crazy because you're the venting. first dude to ever get on stage and talk negatively about his girlfriend that's no wild. that's not oh. true that's not what i did I, it was main oh wrong one. <laughs> wait which one was it there you go <laughs> Man I got a sound effect No 45 minutes into the podcast It wasn't I negative It was more like uh, Like trying More like uh, Because of Certain Tension Like if, if you're a man And you've been with a girl For 8 or 9 years You've been through So much like uh, Like How do you call it Like distractions Like there's You know you can't help it You're a guy If you think that you see girls And stuff like that And you don't think they're hot Or you've been you know, like persuade you, guys think about girls all the time. Guys are dogs. How right? do we get to this point? I'm so confused. no, no. But the- I don't know. I'm just here for the ride. Okay, cool. Go ahead, Chris. Take it. So no. guys, guys see girls. No, you can't help but think about like that. <laughs> no, but what I meant was like I like I open up with like uh, talking about like thinking about swinging and shit like that. Like you know, like because guys can relate to like wanting if you're in a long term relationship or, or something. Like thinking about trying other situations. Is that all, is that all dudes think about that? Yeah. Like, a thousand percent your man has thought about other girls since you've been together. <laughs> I can't wait to tell him that. I, uh, I can't wait for, I I can't wait for him. I love him. He's a crocker. To, I can't wait for him to be like, yo, why the fuck did you do that podcast? <laughs> He's like, that dude's whack. No, a thousand percent. Well, we I don't think that's true. I don't think you can speak for all men. No, I can. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. That's probably... I don't, I, I don't know. I would. I would argue that. To like what degree though? Like you say, like imagine. how long have you been? You're married. No, this is a promise. You just have a yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah I know. So you're. I'm just He's kidding. also gay. So you're. How long have you been with your what? Your fucking what's it called? My promise Girl, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so your promise girl. Uh, we've been. We actually just hit five years. Have you thought about being with other women? No, not like not like that. Like I wouldn't say like that. That, but we but also like, established he was gay can, before can, he answered that question. I think there's a difference between like being out in public and being like, oh, yo, like that girl's hot. But yeah, like I've and looked then, at girls then, and been like, oh, that she has a nice ass. Right. And then you genuinely know? thinking about being with yeah, that but, other girl. Yeah, I think exactly. That's, that's what I'm different. saying. Have you guys ever seen uh, the, what was it, with um, Owen Wilson and the other guy? Is Wedding it Crashers? The, the Break oh. or something. What is it? Fuck. Where they have the uh, Hall Pass. Have you ever seen Hall Pass? 
I feel like I have like a very long time ago. So like those guys, like they were like 40 year old men, kids, family, everything. But they just couldn't get over how whatever their situation was when they were in college, getting all these girls or whatever. And like every chance they got, they would be like, oh, I would take those titties and do this. So like it was the extreme version of what I'm talking about, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it was pointing out a common theme with guys and I know guys like I've been in warehouses I've worked in offices <laughs> I've worked in places I like how that's like your baseline I know guys I've been in warehouses dog. warehouses like, no I've been in all environments and I tell you what 10 times out of 10 if there's three guys standing around and a girl walks by there's something said and that is what I'm talking about where like times 10 that's what guys are okay with speaking of like like casually imagine what's going on in their head you know what I'm yeah. saying? Guys masturbate to the weirdest shit. Check your... No, never mind. <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> Don't look at porn I regret series. telling them that I had a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm so happy. I regret telling them that. I should have said I had a girlfriend. Oh, don't give Cruz that. Yo, we did it. But we did it. That was... Hour and ten. That was a great fucking episode. I don't know. How, I don't know how we got to that last point, but okay, that's cool. No, <laughs> I thought it. Was I, I think I'm gonna go home with a whole new fucking perspective on life. You're gonna, gonna be like, hey, babe, you're gonna walk in the door and be like, I'm sit the fuck down. I'm gonna start an argument tonight. You guys have given me the fuel to cause fire in my relationship, and I thank you for that. Damn, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Cruz, that's what per- perspective right. does. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much, Morgan, for coming on the podcast. This was super fun. This was amazing. Uh, I didn't even say thank you, everybody who tunes in weekly. We love you guys. Make sure you subscribe or like or follow whatever platform you're on. As always, her stuff's going to be in the description below. So go ahead and check her stuff out. Click that button and then see what goes down. And then (laughs) there's going to be some stuff. Okay, Chris. Dude's fingering the air next (laughs) I'm actually fingering like I'm just never mind. Anywho. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Paco, watch out. Paco, watch out.